This is the 57th edition of WFAE Talks. I'm News Director Greg Collard, and I'm joined by Assistant News Director Lisa Worf. So, Lisa, what's uh, what's been keeping you busy lately? Well, I've been doing some stuff on driver's ed, since driver's ed is one of the many areas that are kind of unknown as mm-hmm. far as the budget goes, and teacher assistants are there too. So uh, we wait here uh, as lawmakers continue to discuss uh, what's going on with our budget. So that's uh, that's one of the things, and I just uh, listened to a State Board of Education meeting this morning, and it will go on into the afternoon. So right. Yeah, this is one of these real fascinating things about the budget, right, is it's uh, what will the legislature choose to fund for schools that are already in session? That, yes, that are, you know, se- a couple weeks in session right now. So Right. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a few minutes, and that other voice you hear is Ben Bradford, and we're joined by reporter Ben Bradford for the last time on WFAE Talks. Ben, why? Why? Well, Greg, I mean, this the, the show WFAE Talks couldn't uh, couldn't scrounge up the, um, you know, the, the, the money and the titles that I needed to stay on WFAE Talks. Um, so, you know, next week, uh, I won't be on WFAE Talks. Well, and you, and you won't. Oh, also, I, I I also I'm moving to Sacramento, uh, California, and, <laughs> um, and, 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 and going to be working for the NPR station out there and, and, and leaving WFAE, which is very sad and, and, and uh, very, very, very tough for me because um, I love this place. But, um, yeah, I got a very good opportunity. I'm, I'm from California, as we've talked about mm-hmm. several times on this show. Um, and um, I'll be the state capital reporter at the public radio station in Sacramento and doing state capital reporting for a good amount of the state. So um, that'll be uh, that'll be good and it's exciting and all those kind of things, but certainly we'll, we'll, we'll miss WFAE and miss Charlotte and miss our, our, our listeners. Yes. Well, it's, we'll yeah, we're going to miss you too. Yeah. But you've been, you've been here is almost three years, right? Uh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It, I don't know what else to say. We'll, we'll, we'll have a formal goodbyes next week. Uh, he's been a big part of, big part of the team. Yes, and he has. He's done some, some great, great work, great reporting and. A lot of um, late nights, always willing to help others, always just giving, giving it your all. Ah, stop. All right. Um, oh, wait, can yeah. I tell you the one thing about California, though? Um, that uh, uh, California does not have, as far as I know, does not have any active coal plants, which means the amount of reporting on coal ash. Now, granted, you can still have mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, coal ash pits in, in, in retired coal plants, mm-hmm. but it means that my reporting on coal ash should be limited. So <laughs> that's very exciting for that me. Is- I could see why. That's surprising. I did. I figured there'd be at least one still there. I, I, I believe not. They've, they've completely switched to natural gas, nuclear, um, for 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 the main parts of their mix with renewables mm. being an increasing part of it. Um, that's my. Uh, uh, I believe that's that, that that's that that's correct. Yeah, you'll have plenty of ed- energy uh, reporting yes, you will. to do there. That's so. true. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a little bit of that. No doubt. There's some other big environmental issue over there. Um, yeah, I don't know something. About something they don't have, some like essential resource that they have none of. Water, water, yeah, it's water, it's water. Well, that's, that's right. you've gotten a you, you've you've that's a good segue to what we're because you've gotten <laughs> you've, right. you've started preparing for that. You did a story this week on uh, the drought going on in, in the Charlotte area. That's right. Yeah. So as a matter of fact, we are um, to a much lesser extent uh, than the West. Um, we are in drought. We we covered this a couple months ago when the um, the North Carolina panel that that, that monitors drought. Um, first declared uh, about twenty state, uh, about twenty counties, about a fifth of the state, uh, in the, in drought. And essentially, we were in the first stage. It's called moderate drought, and um, 
it could clear up by winter. You know, if a good, good rainfall during winter, you know, fall is usually pretty dry. We had a very hot summer with an abnormally small amount of rain. Drought is sort of just part of the the cycle of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it could clear up by winter. But on, on the other hand, you know, we uh, uh, in 2007 and 2008, North Carolina had quite a bad drought. And, um, and there are some conditions that are shaping up in a similar way. But one of the effects of it has been um, you can very clearly see the effects of the drought as it is right now on lakes, mm-hmm. um, on uh, particularly uh, Lake Wiley and Lake Norman mm-hmm. uh, here in the Charlotte area. And Mountain Island Lake is our main drinking supply, which is between those two lakes. So are they, are they letting – that is they're, – they're still – it's still at the – yeah, Mountain Island Lake is still at the at the same water level as it, as it usually is at this time of year. And if you remember, Duke Energy actually controls the lake level right. to a large degree because they have dams and they have hydropower on there. And the lakes were actually built um, to uh, be cooling facilities and hydropower facilities for Duke Energy. Mm-hmm. So, so, so they're controlling those levels. Um, and, and really the ones that we're seeing that are especially low are... Um, uh, are the two that I mentioned, uh, Lake Wiley and Lake Norman, and then also Lake Jacobs. Yeah. But obviously part – Lake Jacobs or Lake James? James. Lake, Lake James. And also Lake James. Yes. <laughs> but part of the reason uh, Lake – I presume uh, Mountain Island Lake isn't uh, as bad is because they're letting more water out of Lake Norman to make sure the water supply is – Yeah, I mean they, they, the they control they control yeah. the, the, the lake levels there, mm-hmm. and, and, and certainly that, that that makes sense to, you know, to, to, let, to let that go. But you noticed it yourself um, mm-hmm. over on um, – I think what you were at Lake – were you on Lake Norman and you yes. noticed it? Yes, I had a boat and – You commented on it. A boat and uh, the, the, the water is sunk so, so low that I cannot uh, – back out of the marina without uh, lifting. I have to lift my my motor up. And then my ropes were so tight because the water has sunk so low, they almost all snapped and would have caused some other problems, maybe pulled some other things out of my boat if, if I didn't get there that day, I think. Right. Water, and, yeah. you, just, you can just see, clearly see. Well, and, and, and as you probably know, yeah. one of the other problems with this is that when that water is low, all of a sudden, you know, objects that are on the sea yeah. floor and so forth, on the sea floor, on the, on the lake floor are um, uh, much closer to the surface and can, you know, kind of imperil like boats. tree stumps. I, I think I always exactly, remember, right. oh, okay, yeah, that's right. This used to be just, uh, just land before, you know. Right. And, yep. Yep, and so there's all those kind of things. So that's, yeah, people swimming, like, got to be careful about diving in now. Yeah. Um, So Lake Wiley is about two feet below where it usually is, and Lake Norman is about three and a half feet below where it usually is at this time of year. It just looks desolate and ugly being out there Mm. now when you're so no interest in going out there until the water fills up, (laughs) until the (laughs) lake fills up again. But anyway, let's move on to other things. Uh, Politics. Governor McCrory had to uh, respond to a, a full-page newspaper ad- advertisement this week, and it was not a, a negative political ad. It was something promoting his appearance at a religious event called the – what was it? What was it? The Response. It's called The Response. The yeah. Response. Mm-hmm. The full-page ad has a picture of him. It says, The Response, a call to prayer for a nation in crisis. Come join me in a time of worship, prayer, fasting, and repentance. And it sounded like he was uh, in- endorsing this, that he was he was making a call to prayer, and that he was leading this revival. But I, it's not true. Uh, well, and I, I don't know if there's mm-hmm. something. I mean, I mean, certainly there 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 is an appearance of something. I, I don't know if there's something untoward, but it's a little bit odd to see that with yes. a political figure, particularly the the leader of the state, um, to to be doing something so closely tied to religion and to be promoting it, as you said. So it turns out, of course. That 
they had not approved this, um, according to the, the the religious group, apologized uh, yesterday mm-hmm. and said, "Oh no, we did this without their um, permission. We didn't get their approval on the uh, uh, on on this ad." And McCrory's not the one inviting people. He's not asking people to come join. He's actually going to come and talk about um, a couple of issues: um, uh, underage drinking and um, and alcohol abuse. Mm-hmm. Any signs that people are trying to make political gain out of this or criticism? Well, I mean, the ACLU has said that they're now doing public records requests to see, um, you know, if state resources have been used on this religious, um, you know, on, on this on this religious activity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that it, it seemed pretty clear that that there was some immediate backpedaling. I can't imagine that it, 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 anybody in there, you know, if, if there had been anybody to check this in the governor's office, that they would have said, oh, yeah, that's fine. That looks looks okay to us. I mean, it uses an official McCrory photo um, uh, on you, you in the actual get that easily. You get that easily. Oh, you, you can download yeah. it off, yeah. off the governor's site. But my point is that, you know, I mean, that, that it, it does use that that official photo. And, you know, there's... So, obviously, you know, this is something where you would expect the people who vet these things to say, well, this might not, not, might not be right. It's pretty blatant. Uh, yeah, I was skeptical that he was leading... Just because he hasn't given us any... Usually, politicians that really want to use their office to promote religion are pretty blatant about that and i've never seen that sign seen any sign of him really doing that i I think that's right and the other part is that he tends to be very um i think careful Mm -hmm. about the kinds of appearances that he chooses to do and um and 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 certainly you know we know that that the governor is is fairly um he doesn't doesn't like the media very much the idea of doing this (laughs) this big rollout ad Taking this very public stance, uh, a very religious stance, uh, particularly as he's approaching an election year. I mean, just all of it, just it, it smelled funny to you, and, mm-hmm. and and very quickly we um, got got confirmation that, that 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 the governor's office as well was 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 at least trying to distance themselves from it. If he was going to, but, but you don't want to distance yourself too much from it. Because, of course, he's talking to his supporters. He's talking to his supporters. Well, yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to disrespect the people that are going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, That's – but but, – and obviously these are very involved people concerned about some things going on in the the world. I would think, though, if the governor was going to list some of the problems in in this world based on comments he's made on our programs before and other media outlets, he would certainly list the media as one of the ills in society. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, moving on to education. Um, uh, Lisa, you, you mentioned a little bit earlier, you've been talking a lot, you've been doing a lot of reporting about driver's ed and the state budget and how it affects the hiring of teachers or the firing, uh, possible firing of teachers' assistants. And, uh, and today, grades came out for schools, too. They did. So this is the second year that schools are getting A through F grades. And um how they stacked up was pretty much like they stacked up last year. So about two-thirds of schools got Bs or Cs, um, and then 6% or so got As and about the same number got Fs. And that was pretty much what we saw yes, uh, last year. Um, and a lot of this is, most of it is based on performance on student test scores, mm-hmm. and then 20% of it is based on on growth. And this year there was um, some improvement with, or there's there's always more high schools getting A's than if you look at other, you know, how many of them there are and, you know, other areas. Partly um, what was interesting to me is because the high school grades aren't just based on test scores. Uh, they're also based on things like ACT scores and, which are tests, but, mm-hmm. you know, passing, you know, get, meeting the state sort of threshold for that. 
um, and uh, a few a few other things. So there are more factors, and it's easier for high schools then to to get A's on these things. Um, I don't believe there were any middle schools who got A's hmm. uh, that got A's, which which is kind of interesting. Um, but you know, this was rolled out because lawmakers said, you know, we want a clear way that parents can look at schools and say, hey, this is a good school, or this is not. It needs some work. And there were some um, qualifiers before, but they were things like school of distinction um, and things that weren't maybe as crystal clear as what lawmakers are are saying, you know, the performances. And there are plenty of critics out there who say, look, there could be a, a school where kids are not performing well on tests because they're so far behind, but their teachers are catching, you know, they're catching them up. And that's not enough of a factor in, in this. Um, it also, the state released their test score or their uh, graduation rate this year, too. And that was uh, 85.4%, which mm-hmm. uh, is up about a percent and a half from last year. And um, up. But, but CMS lowered the standards the. Uh few years ago and there it's now the second or third year of the well so cms is now at at 88 percent um and yes there was some loosening of standards i think it's maybe the the, uh, you don't need as many credit hours you don't need as many credit hours yeah so so and the the graduation rate goes up when they lowered it 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 did it did go (laughs) up so so i guess how much is this is because of that or is there something that indicates the graduation rate is going up for other reasons well it's very it's very hard to uh, look at these yearly ratings. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little bit easier now, but for you know several years, um, the how these scores were calculated, the tests were changing, and so it wasn't an apples to apples comparison um, as far as the the test scores go. And for the last uh, three years, it has been the same. And so now it's finally we're finally able to say, okay, we can compare apples to apples and it scores have been going up slightly over the three years so you know there's there's room in that to say yeah things are improving a little bit i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's you know maybe a percentage difference or so some of these areas but graduation rate is is a tough one and npr did a great series on looking at graduation rates because you know there's some states that have really high graduation rates but their standards to graduate are really low. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, often they they do change. And, and North Carolina's has has changed in some ways. Um, and so, you know, you, you hear this a lot in education circles that, yes, we want a high graduation rate, but at the same time we want high standards. But it's also easy to trumpet it. Tump, excuse me. It's also easy to trumpet, um, you know, increases in graduation rates when, you know, the – Standards have not necessarily stayed the same. Were you going to say something, Ben? So are you going to use any puns in your story about the state giving schools grades rather than the students? Things like they're not grading on a curve or... Um, oh, oh, Ben, or yeah, like, did, you, did you not even hear my preview? I mean, uh, about schools getting getting grades. Let me ask you a great instead question. Instead of students getting grades. About that. Um <laughs> <laughs> was there some inside? Uh, was there some banter about this earlier? No, I just, okay. I've just been, th- as, we've been as we've been here uh, listening to it. Uh, uh, it I, I've been, I've been thinking about all the, the different things that you could do. I, you know what I'd really like? I'd like you to fit in something about like a not do- like doesn't work well with others. 
Oh, okay. I think that's a great idea. I think there's really fertile ground for really cheesy school puns. Oh, there's plenty. There's always fertile ground. So if you could fit like two to four in there for me, that would be great. Okay. I'm going to try. You can get like Mark Rumsey to read them. That'd be fantastic. I'm going to try that. Okay. So when are we, the the budget, it's, there's another extension. Yeah. The, the, when are when are when are we gonna what what's the best guess i guess it would be a guess when do you think when, when is it gonna it, be wrapped up? when does it look like the budget's gonna be wrapped up yeah well i mean you know they're they are making headway on it right so they they had uh, a couple weeks ago they were able to finally hammer out a a total budget number you know how big will the budget be and we have some indications that they now have some of the departments squared away what the what the total for various departments will be um it looks like they, you know, the current uh, uh, temporary budget, um, which is just sort of a continuation, is their third one. Uh, that expires September eighteenth. Um, you know, I don't know if they'll if they'll hit that, but the it seems like end of the month is is probably a fairly reasonable expectation. But of course, you know, there, sometimes things happen where there's just a sticking point, and you know, and they and they can't get around it, and then you know, you could be looking at. Um, you know, a temporary measure that that extends, you know, up and through January or you know something along those lines. I don't think that's that's likely. I in my, you know, I, it looks to me like they are making some ground yeah. here. They figured out a way to negotiate, and so I would I would imagine that that this gets wrapped up sometime this month. Yeah, I, I've I've asked uh, last week, and and things change a lot. But late last week, I asked a couple of lawmakers, and and one said, "Well, maybe you know, early September. You know, maybe next week sometime we'll have an idea." He's like, "I don't." think it'll go all the way to the 18th but when, when it comes to education there have been criticism that schools need to have uh their their state funding uh, determined they need to know what they're what exactly what they're getting and schools already started the republicans i know there was a committee meeting where they were dismissive of that concern saying do you know of any school that didn't open on time mm-hmm. isn't having classes mm-hmm. so are, are schools being affected by this right now yeah i mean it, it's it's really difficult in because it's uncertain. So the budget that they're working off is largely uh, from last year. So, um, yeah, I mean, you can say they, they went ahead and just planned the same way. But, you know, for example, teacher assistants, and, and this has happened to them a couple of years, you know, they're kind of unsure of where they stand. Um, so I, I can imagine that that makes some of them not wanting to come back mm-hmm. yeah but um it, it it can be yeah it's it's there's been a lot of frustration on this at the uh district level about how how this what kind of position this puts them in and for example you know i can't imagine if they did get more teachers as the senate uh budget wants you know and fewer teacher assistants i mean there's no way to do that this year you're not gonna hire, yeah I mean, That's, yeah, you you can't, you can't uh, CMS can't hire hundred forty something teachers now. It'd be hard to hire good ones because mm-hmm. they're already employed. Yeah, presumably. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Ben, any parting words before uh, we sign off for your final WFA talks? Oh, I didn't come prepared for this. Um, let's see here. Be quick. I'm playing the music. You are playing the music. Um, so long. Farewell. Thanks for all the fish. (laughs) All right. So be it. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.